You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Kel Strauss and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday, everybody. Um, <laughs> it is as gloomy outside as I feel our prospects are. So it, it cheers not- to that. <laughs> I did just crack open a drink, and no, it wasn't a Beverageino. It was a Celsius. So for everyone thinking that I'm starting early, which... In it fully, you know, in full disclosure, I it is the first weekend of college football. So like I feel like if there's any weekend to start drinking early, it is this weekend, but I am indeed not. So um there we have it. But I do too as well, Megan, feel pretty bleak. I just feel like I've been a negative Nancy on here. So I need you to kind of I would just like for them to let me feel positive about something, but they refuse. Yeah. So well, there is a um little sliver of hope that remains um obviously we all know that our offensive line has been an area of strength in the past but in recent years unfortunately i hate even saying that it's been a bit of a weak spot at points largely in part due to injury not even just talent level it's really just injury and so we are here yet again tyron smith we all know what happened with him in training camp so unfortunate uh, it seems like the Cowboys, you know, they, they've liked to say they felt really good about Tyler Smith and taking over that position. But then there's word on the street that an old familiar foe, Jason Peter, <laughs> just might change his colors because, again, as we all know, Eagles for never. And he is indeed taking a visit with the Dallas Cowboys right now as we speak. Thoughts, my dear Mego and Eagle hater. <laughs> are you, I are mean, you conflicted right now like I have to imagine your brain is like like bouncing back and forth like on how to feel it kind of makes me want him more so like Whoa. come be a turncoat <laughs> oh no I love that god that you are so petty I love your level of petty <laughs> you're like no let me take a legendary like actual eagle for life and make him a yeah. cow well, nothing would make me happier in this world than to rub something into Wesley's face, as he's been doing to me all offseason, um, our resident Eagles friend. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I mean, I know he's, like, on the, on the older side, but this guy is still a proven all-pro um, and Pro Bowl player. So, right. of course, like, why would you not be excited about the prospect of that, especially given, like, the patchwork O-line that we've put together in uh, this offseason and preseason? So him coming to Dallas and even like the the idea of it gets me all giddy. Um, 
No C just reported that he's here getting a physical. We're very familiar with him. We're going to sit down here. I'm going to meet with him in just a few minutes. So I am holding my breath. Maybe by the time the time this gets out, I'll have an answer. I'm not that optimistic, but I'm a little too excited. Yeah, I honestly, I'll be for real with you. I've been burned before, but I'm ready to be hurt again. <laughs> I've been burned before in the Cowboys don't make moves in free agency. And I've also been burned in the Cowboys take a bunch of has-beens and sign them, <clears throat> Don Tari Poe, and they disappoint <laughs> me. So, like, I feel That's conflicted, fair. you guys. I feel <laughs> conflicted. Wait, so we're obviously recording this, you know, Friday morning. Um, today it's morning, the morning of today. Um, and <laughs> they're meeting right now, but like by the time this comes out, it'll be the afternoon. Do you think this is going to age well? Honestly, like, do you think they're going to pull the trigger or not? I can't decide. I'll be totally honest with you. I hope they do. I, at the very least, if it's even like a short term thing where they're like, hey, like, because like I really don't think, think it's, I don't feel like it's realistic to expect, even I know it's your first round pick. I don't know. Like, I just don't, ex I, I feel like that's a lot to ask of a rookie and yeah. an integral position. And I know like left tackle historically has always been like one of the most important parts of the line. Like you're protecting the blind side of the quarterback. And that is exactly that for Dak. It's the blind side, but you know, at the same time, like our offense has become more dynamic. So it's not always just focusing on the passing game. So I don't know. Like, and they keep on talking about the importance of the running game, blah, 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 blah. I I'm just saying like, I would like him to make the move personally. And yeah. I, I, I just want them to try something. Hit the tires. Like, hit the tires. Just try it. That's all we ask of you the entire offseason. We just want you to try to do something that would improve this team. And yeah. I just don't feel like at this point that they've proven their willingness to do that. Yeah. Um, and, like, I mean, to your point about Tyler, like, I have confidence that, you know, eventually he'll work out the kinks here. But, like, this guy, what was it, OTAs or um, rookie minicamp or something when he was trying out um, Tyron's position. Yes. But, like, he hasn't really practiced there since then until, like, obviously there was an issue. So, right. and in the preseason, it, the constant uh, criticism of him is just that, you know, he has a lot of juice there, but, like, he has technique that he really needs to work on. So you're switching him from the technique he's been working on to a technique that he hasn't been working on. And he's just a little rookie. And that's just a, like you said, it's a lot to put on him. Yeah. So, and try I, something. I've honestly had some decent conversations with Duke Mannyweather. If you guys don't know him, I'm sure you do. He's O-line master. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. Like he's literally just the expert in the space. And I was like, Hey, listen, like, talking about like, you know, when Zach Martin was moving between positions, like, is that something like this flex position flex? Is that valued? Is that even like really a thing that is that easy to do on the O-line? He's like, not at all. Like Zach Martin's a freak. You cannot compare Zach Martin's position flex and apply it literally to like anyone else. Like it's just not yeah. a thing that is, is able to happen regularly. Like being able to specialize in two positions like that and they're not just moving out one space it really is it's all about like you said meg o-line is technique it's footwork it's handwork like when you're when you're on like the left side on on the outside one on the tackle position 
you're going to be pushing guys out farther. Like you're kind of like, and, and apparently my understanding is that the hand work is really, really different with the guard position. I think it's a lot more like interior and like, it's not as like extending your arms. When you talk about tackles, you want guys with like really long arms. Like, again, think about it. Like it's those drills in practice where you're like pushing like the, the big, like padded, like fake line yeah. up. Like you're trying to extend them away from their quarterback. Like, I feel like I just, I think they're just tactically very different positions, even though they are right next to each other. And also on top of that, like, I think it's something where you, you really do need to have continuity on the line. You need to have experience on the line. And it feels like that's just not, if I look at this O-line and say like, yeah, like, veteran presence like are you gonna sit there and call Tyler Biotish like this leader on the line like I don't I think I mean last year people were questioning like if maybe we should be looking at a center right so it just feels like at the very least worst case scenario you kick the tires on this guy who has been around the block and has obviously mastered the craft he may be older but like if he's serviceable and can help to be a mentor for this young buck and help to bring some continuity and experience to the line. Like, uh, I'm struggling to find a reason why we should at least give it a chance. I really am. I really am, you guys. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we're just standing here asking them to just try something. I, I feel like that little meme with, like, the guy that's poking someone with a stick. Like, do something. Do something. Do something. <laughs> yes. And and I will tell you guys too, I talk about Duke a lot and like we both do because he's amazing. So, you know, he he actually tweeted out um, you know, his his last year, 2021. And he was like, This is his official highlight because he played with the Bears, he started all games. Um, you know, he's and that's that was his production at 39 years old. Like, I just feel like he's He's got some juice left in the tank. And I mean, there's a bunch of Cowboys Nation that was like adding uh, Whitworth. So that guy's older. If you oh, are, you are trying I would to sign die. that man's DMs, like, come on. Literally. He just made a chance. I honestly, my campaign, if, if, if it was Whitworth, I would personally drive up to the star and be like, I don't have much to offer, sir, but I will. This sounds weird. I will do whatever it takes to get you on this team. Like, I will. <laughs> I'll give you my I'll name my first child after you I will we can't we can't afford him <laughs> I'll write I'll write you a, a blank uh, I'll give you a blank check that'll bounce based on how much you need like what do you need what do you need make it happen I will Gary could a crowdfunding I literally will crowdfund your salary I do not care what it takes like I'll get you on the team that's what I would do I would I would literally go wild See, if y'all want that one so bad, just be nice about Jason Peters, okay? Just be a psychopath like Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if, if we can crowdfund people's um, salaries, I feel like, that, I mean, we'd never lose. I honestly kind of agree with you. Rams who? <laughs> if, if that was an option for Cowboys Nation, I really do think. Just a $5 have... prescription or subscription service once a month. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know how many, like, oil barons are fans of the cowboys like i, I honestly if I'm now we're getting into the nil right now i know like nil takes nfl and it's like 
if I honestly feel like the Texans wouldn't suck for sure. <laughs> like <laughs> that's that would be in a, in a league where that was allowed, the Texans would be pretty competitive. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a shot fired over the bow, just so we're clear. <laughs> like I just need to make sure we're aware of the fact that that would be the case. But I feel like the Cowboys would would be pretty up there. Like Jerry would be entering, like he'd be he would literally be spilling his pockets out to make this team like really, really good. I feel like I'm just saying if, if personal pocketbooks were a part of the picture, that was some alliteration for you. Boom. Boom. <laughs> all right. Well, um, let's stop rom- romancing and reminiscing and thinking about all the things. That yeah. Happen. Let's hope this age as well. <laughs> and good vibes. Yeah. Cause we're, we're recording <laughs> this on Friday morning. Um, so hopefully by Friday afternoon, they've made a good decision. Hopefully. And if, if not, we can you, drink. Can, you can disregard the first 10 minutes of this show, kids. Thank you so much. <laughs> Speaking of, they just like, even to make that happen, like there's so much shuffling that has to be done, like yeah. for this roster. It is like kind of concerning me. Like I'm getting a little bit, heart- get- wow, I can't talk. Like I'm getting a little bit of like heartburn here, just like thinking about it. I actually totally agree with you. Cause I have to say, I was pretty, I think a lot of people were shocked about not expecting how the Cowboys were going to end up, um, you know, putting this 53 together. You have obviously several injuries and then they only went with one quarterback. And I was like on the 53 and I was like, excuse me. And, you know, Brett Maher's on the practice squad. Like you've got two quarterbacks, Cooper Rush, Will Greer, uh, Brett Maher on the practice squad. Like there's Sean McCune is on the practice squad. Like it's like, there are guys that feel like, they will be making an impact on this team that are technically on the practice squad. So can you talk some sense into that for me? And um, should I be panicking? Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work questions including what are we missing when we work remotely or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking from the provocative to the technical we're offering insights you won't want to miss so tune in to the future of work a prop pod special sponsored by canva you can find it on the prop pod wherever you get your podcasts with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, I think it's a sign of how they're panicking a little bit. I mean, because they thought they had, you know, a little more depth and leeway with Tyron as their left tackle, but here we sit without Tyron. Um, So that kind of like changed their thought processes on like how they're carrying positions. Right. Um, They were able to, it was really weird to like see no kicker and like no punter and all that stuff. So they were <laughs> no, like, on that note, here's this, here's this, it's this basketball, it's this college in like Nebraska called Grinnell or Iowa, somewhere like that. And they're a basketball team. They literally don't play defense. 
And so they just go and they shoot three pointers. Like that's like their game plan, or at least it was when I was like in high school and it was like a known thing. And so I'm over here like, okay, so are we just going to like, we're not going to do special teams this year. Like we're just not doing it. Like we're, we, we. That would actually be less stressful for you. I know. And I actually like, don't hate that idea. I'm like, are we (laughs) going to go for it every time? And we don't need special teams. Like, is that what we're doing? Like, are we. How how unhinged I mean, are we getting this season, guys? It looked pretty unhinged for sure. I mean, obviously you knew they were gonna get a <laughs> kicker and their punter back on the team, but it was like a matter of how and why are we doing it like this? Right. So <laughs> that was just really interesting. They were able to, you know, put uh, James Washington and uh, Tyron on the IR after they had them on the fifty three because there is all this politicking they have to do to make sure that happens. So. They're able to add Jake McQuaid back on and CJ Goodwin, but uh, Brett Maher still sits on the practice squad. He's going to have to get moved up there somehow, and I don't know how they're going to go about that because they're going to, what did Dave say? They're going to have to cut somebody or do the COVID um, protocol, which you can only do three times a year. So, (laughs) yeah, basically the, the options are, they can do emergency elevations like they did during COVID. So they technically wouldn't have to cut anyone, but they're only allowed to do that three times, like you said. So it's like, yeah. or eventually they cut someone this week and then they elevate them. So like, that's probably what they'll end up doing because like you need someone to do his job uh, full time. So um, it's a TBD right Yeah, now. unless they've been working out, I don't know who has good legs. <laughs> Someone uh, else has a flex kicker there, but uh, I'm yeah. Here. At this point, like I'm here to like really, uh, you know, if if the stress I feel about this season thus far, I'm like, let's just go like wild. Like let's bring in like a soccer player. Like didn't Carly Lloyd try and like try out for the team? <laughs> that was she like, how is she? How have we kicked the tires on that one yet? Like thoughts? I'll do anything at this point. <laughs> Somebody help. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I they're gonna. I just don't know who they're gonna cut. I'm I'm wondering if they're just like kind of working it out through the week, like, or if they already have a game plan and we just don't know about it yet. Which I hope is the the case because this just seems so funky to me. And like carrying one, I know I don't think they're gonna carry one quarterback either. Uh, that just seems like a bad I, idea. They're definitely gonna bring Rush up. Um... They're, they're yeah, so they have like at least two moves, maybe three, if they're going to sign Peters. So like, what are we doing? I'll be honest with you too. Like, I thought they're I I I kind of knew like in my heart of hearts like that the Nooch wasn't going to make the fifty three. And but I really like I guess I just thought that they'd maybe carry like three quarterbacks and maybe or in like Greer. They did last year. Yeah, so I was just kind of like going with that and then thinking that the nooch would be back on the p squad again and now i'm like well what who am i supposed to cheer for this year like will greer like what you got for me bro i mean you know the obvious answer is Dak prescott but um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i it's just i think we've talked about i think everybody on this uh in blogging the boys has talked about how bleak the uh, backup quarterback position just feels when you have like, it's just like Rush and Greer duking it out. I know we had like Rush, he came in and, you know, made a huge difference in that Minnesota game, but right, it's not the same as like when you had, I mean, 
when you are carrying Annie Dalton. Right. Yeah. I will say though, too, I feel like, I don't know, like I really, <laughs> I love my school, University of Texas, Longhorns, baby. <laughs> haven't won, haven't won a game. <laughs> we, we celebrate touch or we celebrate first downs in this house. But um, at the, at the end of the day, we are really good at producing backup quarterbacks. So I'm kind of like, I know we may not, it's not realistic to have like the Andy Daltons and like, we really honestly have had some good backup quarterbacks. Like who was the guy, he was like the chief's quarterback for a minute. Um, and then he was our quarter, who's our backup. He's a really good looking guy. It was, and then like, obviously oh. Cal Orton, my guy. Uh, but like, I was about to say, how long till she mentions Kyle Orton? Yeah. I haven't, been <laughs> using, I haven't talked about my guy Kyle in a minute. So here we are. But like, if you think about it, like the caliber of backup quarterbacks that we've been fortunate enough to have on our roster, like former starters, that's, yeah, we've kind of been spoiled. And so what I'm trying to say is I'm like, maybe like Cooper Rush, I mean, maybe, it, maybe like a step above him would be nice, but like maybe Cooper Rush, like really is a pretty decent backup quarterback. Cause like, it's like the, you know, you've got Colt McCoy is this long-term backup quarterback. But yet when he comes in, like he's pretty darn successful, at least like holding down the fort, you know, and like, yeah, the Kobe Brissett's of the world. Like, I don't know, like maybe we should have, well, like, he's starting now, isn't he? He is starting now. <laughs> he is. But it's like for, a, for at least 11 games. Yeah. Or at least maybe right. rightfully so. Um, we'll see how that, how that works out. Yeah. But uh, I kind of, I don't know, like maybe we, do have it better than we think because like we just don't have the right perspective because again like we've been spoiled in the past like I don't know how to think yeah. about that. Hey, I'm willing to follow that train of thought for sure. Um I mean and always as always the hope is that you don't see them anyways. 100%. Um so at least until like you know the last couple games of the season. But um yeah, I mean Rush is size like sizable. I knew they were like even no matter how wonderful will greer looked in the off season or in the you know what i'm talking about yeah. in preseason um that i really thought that he was just going to get the job based off of like what he's done right past right yeah so no i get it we'll wait for that elevation matt castle there we go here she is ah no it's like i don't know who you're getting at but we had we had it. we had butt fumble on our team for a minute like oh I'm my god like, guys like i'm serious like maybe we really have been spoiled with the backup quarterback situation like you we, think sanchez was spoiling us <laughs> i'm yeah like yeah i mean at least he was a starter i'm not saying he was good yeah but when he came in he was booty but literally <laughs> at least he knew how to start a game like like sure you know, I don't know. I don't like, know how to finish one though. Oh, <laughs> listen, but I said like, what I said. Um. Uh. Yes. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, though. Oh. Oh. There, <laughs> there is a uh, someone who's taking a number. Oh. That uh, you know belonged okay. to a quarterback at one point. Sorry, James Slayer just texted me. I got distracted. Blame her for that. Ooh, what'd you say? I've I've got some some boots for her. She's oh. she's my 
um, influencer. I thought she was going to bring us some insider info. So uh, no, <laughs> just her shoe size. In, in case you guys wanted to know, uh, she's a. I'm just kidding. Yeah, she's she's a crazy ambassador, <laughs> baby. Which, by the way, if you guys haven't seen my UT and A and M partnership announcements this week, go ahead and retweet them. I'm really excited about it. So um, that's my nine to five coming to fruition. Mama's happy. Uh, I do want to <laughs> talk about quarterbacks some more though, because okay, so. You know, here on GTB, we are team petty. Um, Always. That's just kind of how we ride, right? So mm -hmm. I uh, I know I had some thoughts personally when Jalen Smith took over number nine. And, you know, I don't know. Like, I just, for whatever reason, like, I just feel like I didn't really sit well with me. Like, I was kind of like, you know, like, maybe you don't do that. Like, I don't know. I mean, I know, like, you can't preserve all numbers forever but like i just felt like that was like a really egregious move on his part and obviously it didn't work out in his favor well now um we have the first offensive player to wear number nine since tony romo who has just changed his number uh to romo's former and that is turpin and i need to know your thoughts how should i feel about this Mago? <laughs> i have to say personally i am less annoyed with this move because one he didn't you know he just came right out and did it he didn't do the whole i think i'm gonna change my number to nine and then get all the backlash and then like everyone was like don't do it we hate you um so and you know obviously like people are pretty high on him right now um yep. so i don't hate the move um i think it would be at this point i'm feeling it would be like more egregious if i get some you know, quarterback was wearing nine at this point. Um, but I feel like, <laughs> right. But if, uh, I feel like he'll be, see, I don't know. We're feeling good about him. I'm not mad at him. Like, you go. I, know. I hope he gets as many touchdowns as Tony Romo did. <laughs> I know. I know it's like not realistic. Like, I think it was a Jalen thing, really. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like, I, it's just, it's just going to be kind of weird to like, see a yeah. number nine like lining up on the outside like that's just gonna be like it just i don't know like it just kind of feels weird like nine has meant a lot like whether you love or hate him it has meant a lot to this franchise and so like it kind of feels like in my mind like des bryant didn't win any super bowls either so like why do we make a big deal at 88 and not as big of a deal about nine like you know what i mean like it's like 88 club like i and again like yeah Drew Pearson, like Michael Urban, like obviously, like again, like maybe that's why, because like they have such a storied history of success. And like, even though Des maybe didn't win a Super Bowl, like he still was a rock star. And like, because of the people that came before him who wore that number, like that's also why it meant so much. But I just feel like, I don't know, like maybe that's why. Maybe I just answered my own question, but I just, it feels like yeah. numbers that have had a lot of meaning to our franchise, nine included for franchise players. It just it's it's weird to see them being taken on by other positions and other people. And so maybe I'm just being, you know, this is how I know that I'm getting old, where I'm like, Jane, hate it. Um get off my lawn. Literally, like that's what I feel like right now. Like it just feels weird. Like it just feels weird. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel to, you. I, I like want to hear what everyone else thinks about it. Um personally, I'm not none too offended, but um I can I can see like why you're going to hold hold a nine a little more sacred than others. Yeah. But spe speaking of the eighty eight club though, did you oh, yeah. see that um, 
Does Bryant drafted uh, C.D. Lamb in his uh, fantasy draft? No, I love Des. <laughs> He's just like forever a big kid at heart. Like, I love him so much. I like that he's been like back around the team more and everyone's embracing him at the star and stuff like that. I do too. So I feel like we're going to see a lot more of him, um, which I'm happy about, especially like him and Michael up there together is, yeah. has been really fun. The fact that he's, I'm going to love just like his tweets, his like obviously sarcastic joking tweets about like his um, being the fantasy owner of CB uh, in, in this season. Yep. So yeah, no. I think I think it's gonna be really funny, and I'm glad he's back back around the team more. Yeah, no, um, I'm with you. I'm I really do like. I hope. I think that's the beauty. It's the thing that people love and hate about the Cowboys, right? Like it's like this family, and whether you think they're dysfunctional or not, like that's up to you. But it's really is like this family environment, and like I like to see former players come around and like still be a part of the team, right? Like. Yeah. I, especially people that meant a lot to us. Like, I honestly kind of wish like Tony would do it more. Like, I really do. Like, I kind of wish Tony was around a little bit more. I mean, obviously, he's pretty busy. Well, golfing. If he uh, starts brewing a beer and wants to sell it, I'm sure he'll come back around. <laughs> honestly, yeah, I know you're right. Like, he's like, hey guys, <laughs> like, I know Nike's great, but like, what about Skechers? You want to talk about Skechers? We should talk about Skechers. Okay. The ultimate dad. Dude, I can't believe we did do that. Do you know he tells the dumbest jokes? Oh, I just know it. It it's like the moment he puts the shoe on, it happens. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, like that's why they won't let him wear them when he's uh, doing color commentary. I'm like, bro, do those have the wheels that pop out of the bottom too? You want to skate? <laughs> like, what's happening here? Do they still make uh, those? We should buy a pair. Yeah, of course they do. I was never allowed Especially to have them. My mom was like, absolutely not. You already look like a battered child already because you just fall and bump into everything as it is. Like, I am not buying you those. Like, see, like child protective services is going to call me, which I'm not even joking. You guys like that actually did happen at daycare one time. Like I'm just so oh my God. And it's a true story. I I'm really clumsy. And like, obviously was like playing. I used to like dig around for worms and stuff and then try to teach worms how to swim. I'm glad that I have oh. a in four minutes so I can not tell more embarrassing stories. Um, but I did some really weird ish as a child. And I obviously got lots of bumps and bruises and like at daycare, they were like, is she okay? Like, what's happening? <laughs> like, I dropped it. I I was like reaching up and like grabbed this like jar of pennies and dropped it on my head and, and like had to get stitches. And like they straight up called like child protective services. Oh my they're, like, god. They're like, we're concerned. And my parents are like, no, I swear, she's just kind of clumsy. And so yeah, and if you when you're telling them, like, I dropped a jar of pennies on my head, and they're like, I don't believe you. <laughs> like, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Anyways. Uh-huh. I don't know where I was going with that, but oh yeah, that's why I wanted to have those sketchers shoes because my mom was like, absolutely not. Like you are a menace to yourself as it is. We're not going to support that endeavor any further. So here we go. Probably Thank smart. You. Thanks for coming with me on that. You should get some now. Let's just forego the part where I talked about trying to teach worms how to swim. What? <laughs> I was going to sidestep that, so... Bug Olympics, just look it up, you guys. Like, I was, like, a big proponent of trying to create the Bug Olympics. If you have kids, like, it's actually, it's really fun. <laughs> well, that's a more for a later time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. Oh. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, I got to go back and do my 9 to 5 uh, here in a minute. So we do appreciate it. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts, though. I'm interested to hear your perspective on your thoughts going into the season. 
now that the roster is nearing completion. Also, what are your thoughts on number nine? Are you feeling petty? Do you not care? You ready to turn the page? Just let us know. Find us on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. I'm also on Instagram at Hey Kelsey Charles. And Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to the Blogger Boys podcast, wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. And most importantly, as it pertains to everything in life, and hopefully we will get Jason Peters to say these same words here shortly. Megan, leave the people with what they want to know. Ooh, I would love that. Dallas forever, Philly for never. Birds aren't real. Birds are not real. Bye, guys. <laughs>